Welcome to Ex Libris On Air and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book is titled, well, it's spelled L-T dot Ripley, but I think that stands for Lieutenant Ripley. Author Mary Duncan joins me from Indiana. Am I pronouncing that right, Mary? It's uh, Lieutenant Ripley. Oh, Lieutenant Ripley is what we're referring to. And uh, you have a nickname, Pee-wee, and uh, you've asked me to call you that in the interview, so I will. A little bit different from what I'm accustomed to, but Pee-wee, welcome to the program. Thank you. How did you come up with that nickname? And uh, I may ask, since I'm not seeing you on video, does it have anything to do with your stature? Yeah, back when I was in high school, I got named that, and it stuck ever since. From California to uh, Indiana, and it followed me. So nobody out here knows me but by Pee Wee. That's fascinating. I have some nicknames that have been given to me over the years, and I don't like to repeat them. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pee Wee, this uh, Lieutenant Ripley, I'm sorry for mispronouncing that, but it is a uh, unique book. You are a prolific author, if I may uh, use that term. You've written at least four or five books already. This one, Lieutenant Ripley, has a beautiful picture of a young pup on the cover. Tell me what the story's about. Uh, the story is about uh, Ripley, where she came from, which was out of a shelter. Uh, she was an abused dog, hmm. and you have to read the book to get an idea of what happened to her. And then she became this awesome service dog. She is now legally a service dog. Beautiful. She helps veterans abuse kids. Um she uh we're out in the um Walmart and we see a veteran in there. Ripley'll go up to him. She loves veterans. That's amazing. And we'll offer to pay their food. So we, we actually with Ripley we started her own charity and everything we take in and one hundred percent of the book royalties all goes to our charity and we put it towards the veterans and kids. And do everything we can to help them. Uh, But Ripley, she knows 50 commands, and she knows eight native sign languages. Really? that's So she is a good communicator. Uh, She uh, does get good vet care because she, of course, is out working with the public. Absolutely. Now, did you, when you first met Ripley... In the shelter, did you have an immediate connection with her, or what was the uh, what was the scenario on that? Uh, well, when I went to the shelter, I I donated food there, and I just happened to go down. I look at the dogs, and she was at the end of the cage, very end of the run, and she kept running up to the door. Had this nasty stuffed animal. She stunk, and. I just kind of looked at her and talked to her for a little bit, and I walked off, and I came back, and she'd run up and sit down, and just, she picked me. Wow. Out of all the dogs that was in there that day, she worked it the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up front, and I thought, oh, man, I I don't want to train no more dogs. But anyway, I went ahead and paid the adoption fee, told them to go get her out. Wow. 
And um, she come up to me, and I actually, there's a picture in the book of her sitting in the truck her first day of getting released from the shelter because she was in the shelter for four months. Amazing. She and was, she was in she was in jeopardy and, she was in jeopardy then at that point I would think at four months oh yeah if you look at the book and look at that first picture in the back uh, the look on her face says it all <laughs> wow and and how is it how is it that she uh, adapted so well do you do you think is it because she just recognized a a human that was not going to hurt her or was she just desperate do you think no. Uh, she just wanted a forever home. She uh, she just needs somebody to love her and take her in and, and teach her things. And that's what we did. And now she is so picky about we live on 10 acres. She has gone through a lot of training. She is on her sixth year of training. And on her training... It's just an everyday thing. Uh, with dogs, you got to work them. And the more you work them, the more dedicated they, they become to you. Right. And like on her property, she don't allow no other dogs on her property. This is her place. <laughs> and she will run them off. And, when, and she's never tied to a dog house. She's in, ha- in the house with us, in bed with us. Uh, when I go out... She gets her service vest put on her. We go, and wherever I go, she is with me. She is never left behind. What a beautiful story. She knows her job, and uh, she just, the more she absorbs this, I mean, she's so smart, but with smart dogs, she gets sneaky dogs. <laughs> I've and got a couple of those. she <laughs> is extremely sneaky. <laughs> and she, everywhere she goes, People fall in love with her, and that's why mainly kids uh, and the veterans just fall in love with her. And she can spot a veteran a mile away, and if he's got issues, she will reach in. It's like she reaches into his soul and will bring it out of him. Phenomenal. Have you done her heritage? I mean, have you checked her uh, her credentials as done uh, DNA or anything on her? I should. I know she's Lab and Shepherd. She's not a big dog. She is small. She's dainty. Uh, she was abused. Uh, abused dog. Uh, somebody had cut her tail off. Mm. And when I took her out of the shelter, I noticed that she had a like a bone sticking out of the back of her tail. So um, I took her to the vet, and I said, "Let's do a full workup on her. She she's not acting right." And I said, "I'm what." put her in for surgery fix that tail uh, somebody didn't do something right back there anyway she had heartworms she had Lyme disease uh, she had a place on her lip that was messed up in the tail and dr. Rachel told me well I can't fix the tail until we get rid of the heartworms and Lyme disease mm. that took a year Oh that my. took a year. It was brutal. Uh, when they do the injections on them for the heartworms, it, it takes it out of them. And it took everything I had to take her and, you know, I'd take her to get the injections. And then my husband would pick her up after work and bring her back home. 
Amazing. After the after that first year, she put on uh, 50 pounds of weight. Then we put her in for the surgery to fix her tail. We did not dock her tail. Everybody says, I'm not a fan of docking tails. I said, well, we didn't do that. She was abused. And for what she went through, it's amazing how people gravitate towards her. And um, I thought, I've got a forever friend. You know, wherever I go, I mean, I go in Walmart, and I hear, oh, hello, sweetheart. And you get men coming up to you, which I don't, I'm not out for dating or nothing. Oh, fooey. And they're not <laughs> interested in me. It's all about her. Amazing. Your your book, how long did it take to write and how many pages is it? Uh, to explain to my listeners what they'll find when they open Lieutenant Ripley. When, when you uh, read the book, it's kind of sad, but then it turned out good. Uh took me uh, five months to actually write the book. And, and uh, we went through a lot of editing on the book. There was things in there I didn't like. Uh, there was, uh, and then towards the back of the book, our charity is in the back of all the veterans, people that she's came across. And in our community in Indiana, uh, we actually will collect up stuffed animals, put Ripley's picture on them, and put them in the police cars, fire trucks, uh, the sheriff's vehicles. So when they come across distressed kids or any, you know, buddy that got hurt they could hand them a stuffed animal with their picture on them what a great idea great idea and yeah it uh it went like crazy our first year of working the charity uh we did 800 stuffed animals amazingly wow and uh so it was a lot and then we also went to the uh heart house which is a homeless house it's a community over and we donated over $2,000 worth of baby blankets, socks, soaps, whatever they needed. And we took that to the Heart House. And Ripley became famous there because she went through the Heart House. And all the kids would just come up to her. And I said, you know, she made it. You can make it. Wow. You, you, and you, they really opened their eyes to her as far as she makes everybody smile and make makes them happy. You're doing and wonderful. That's what I like to see. You're doing wonderful work. Let me let me ask a question about that. Uh, have you always been involved in uh, charitable work, especially working with animals, or is this something that really is uh, is a result of Lieutenant Ripley? I'm Native American. Uh, I came off the reservation in California and I've always been attached. I used to train horses for handicapped people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always worked with the dogs. I get along better with animals than I do with people. <laughs> I, I could get, I could go out and just spend the day with them and, and just be fulfilled. I don't need much in life. But Ripley picked me, and being Native American, uh, when an animal picks you, you take them in. Their souls are really special, and Ripley is super special. And 
as you could tell, I got a really loud voice. It really cut through Ripley when I first brought her home. So I start teaching her native sign language. She knows eight of them. That's amazing. And I could be at Walmart and I sign to her and she she just automatically knows what I'm saying to her. And she also communicates back to me as far as what she wants. Mm. She she is super vocal. Uh for for instance, take the truck out for an oil change. She'll come get me when it's done. <laughs> And I'll look around, and I don't see the truck out there. But she's like, hey, it's done. Let's go. That's beautiful. And uh, I encourage everybody to read the book. Uh, We do. I had uh, 50 books that I ordered, and I put paw prints in them. And if people want paw prints in them, they can send them to me. And... Uh, I'll put Ripley's paw prints in the books. Uh, she uh, she don't like to do it, but she does it. <laughs> Assigned indirectly by the at least the the subject of the book, Lieutenant Ripley, uh, Mary Pee Wee Duncan has been my guest. Where else can they get copies of this? I know Amazon has it. Who else uh, carries it? Uh, Barnes and Noble. Her book actually made it to the Philippines. Uh. Uh, some I had people send me pictures uh, from all over Philippines, uh, across the country, uh, of course in the United States. Uh, you could get it on the, the publishing uh, company website and oh. order it there. Huh. You're close to VV, Indiana. There you go. Hey, come look me up, and I'll, I I hand out my books to kids all the time. And I don't charge them, but the kids all hand them out. That's beautiful. This book, uh, listeners, if you buy a copy of this, you know you're helping support a charity and also a a, a giver, Mary Duncan, the author. Uh, Mary Pee Wee Duncan, and the title of the book, again, is Lieutenant LT with a period, Lieutenant Ripley. You can do a search uh, under that name and find this plus website. I'm sure you've got one. Do you not, Mary? Uh, excuse me. I uh, do you have a website yet. Oh yes. Uh, well, no. But <laughs> people can get a hold of me through emails. Uh, Duncan Peewee seventy at gmail dot com. Um, I am on Facebook. Or Ripley's on Facebook. It's uh, Ripley Duncan. They can follow her there on Facebook uh, and get in touch with us. Uh, we're getting ready for a big event uh, this year. We will be uh, going to VV, Indiana, and doing a food truck down there for the on Veterans Day, and we're going to feed all the veterans. Oh, excellent! Responders and our local police department first responders are going to be invited to come too because they they're doing their time too. Well, thank you and, on behalf of on behalf of uh, all of those who are recipients of your goodwill and also your charitable work. Uh, I want to say thank you, and uh, certainly advise the listeners to get a copy of this because it goes to a great cause and it also supports the star of this book, Lieutenant 
Ripley. Not a large book, but full of uh, wonderful information and certainly tells the story of Ripley and how she became a runaway bestseller as a as a, a support animal and a support uh, a dog for those who have special needs. Thank you, Mary, for joining me today. Uh, yes, and I just want to add, it's the charity's not about, we would have never had this charity if it wasn't for her. So everybody needs to thank her and enjoy her and go to animal shelters. And the first one that picks you out, you're going to have a friend for life. (laughs) Beautiful advice. Thank you for joining me today and sharing your story. Thank you. My pleasure for Ex Libris on Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker.